1: Hello everybody, happy Wednesday to you, Hump Day edition of Kentucky Roll Call here on Day okay. Radio, Hump Radio, June 29th, 2022, we got a full house, TJ Walker, Nick Roush, Justin Kalen, intern Jacob, and intern Jacob, MVP of this morning, brought us some chicken biscuits.
3: What and can I say?
1: Justin said the same thing I said. I walked in, I was like, "Oh my gosh, that's huge!" This morning, for whatever reason, I was starving. And Justin said he was also starving. Oh man! Grouch, I don't know yes. if it hit the spot for you. It really tonight, did. But I, I needed it. I, I only had the nanner this morning, and I was like, oh, "I don't know if that's going to be enough." Got a busy morning. Probably not going to be able to eat till lunch. Give it up for intern Jacob. Everybody.
2: Wow! He did it. <laughs> woo! 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 In turn, Jacob, you're on a hot streak. Hot streak.
1: Yeah, and you. Call have, me Aaron Harrison. You have a you have a class with some some notable names. I do, actually. And one of those notable names reached out to you. I or wish like in a class or something. No,
3: like we have to do like an assignment like every three or four days, and it's like a three hundred word like question answer type deal, and you have to respond to two classmates every time. And Oscar responded to me one time.
2: Ooh. And
3: so did Tyrell, actually. so.
2: Oh, nice. Nice. Right. So that's, um, well, let me guess. This is an online summer class? Yep. But you can officially say your classmates with Oscar Sheepway. I can. Wow. Friends, National actually. Of the Year. Friends. Oh, the yeah. best of friends.
3: Y- you could even stretch it to friends, maybe. He called me by first
2: name. Wow. Intern. How nice.
1: All right. I- I've got, we was going to go through, we'll, uh, uh well, let's do morning pleasantries. There's like, I, you know, when you we go through our morning kind of quick hitters, some mm-hmm. of the topics that we're going to touch on. I, I have those, but then just seeing things that I'm coming across just on Twitter and different headlines, there's like a, a thousand other little things I just want to bring up. But we we're not rude, we're gentlemen. Justin, how are you?
0: I'm good. I'd I'd be a lot better if I could have find a headset that freaking worked around here,
1: but I'm good. Oh, well, who's breaking them?
0: Well, so Trevor broke one, yeah, and then the one right. I have has a short in it, so it's just been a mess. Mm. And Trevor bought another pair, but he only dropped $17 on them, so they are pos.
1: Sounds about right. Yeah. And if you brought that up to him, he'd say, hey, you know how many headsets i brought into this place?
2: Uh... Yeah, oh yeah. yeah. Um, I think there's some headsets over here, Justin, in the bag of goodies. Ooh, that's clutch, actually. Yeah, I'm, let, me I'm let me make my way over. There's a headphone or two. Let me
0: make my way over.
1: You could get the wrestler's ear or whatever that thing is. Isn't that a oh,
2: thing? the uh, UFC where they get the cauliflower ear. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You yeah. Could, that could happen too. That'd be a good look for you, Justin. Just big old fat swollen ear, <laughs> Filled with cartilage and all sorts of nonsense.
1: Roush, how are you?
2: I'm doing well. Um, I had a or a rough day at the office what's, yesterday.
1: What's the di- oh one of those things? Yeah, I little, told you we got locks. it's a whole
2: bag of goodies in there, Scoots. Well,
1: let's keep that for the KRC folks there, Justin.
2: But um, I, I was worried about what today was going to bring us on the radio show because it was a very slow news day until it wasn't.
1: Yeah, that was wild. Yeah, it was so it was, com- so confused.
2: Yeah, and I was I was at, to also peel back the curtain a little bit. Uh, the terrible twos really really coming out at our house just. The what? The what? The terrible twos. Oh. Oh, yeah. Duke just is... I mean, he, he got a haircut yesterday, and I was wrestling him to get him to sit in the chair. We made it happen, but he was tired, and um, he's just decided he's not going to eat. He used to be the best eater, would eat everything you put in front of him, um, to the point where people are like, wow, I've never seen a kid eat like that. Well, we spoke too soon, because now he's just being a real jerk about it. Um, so, we're, we're figuring that out. Mm. Um, but it... Uh, all of that was happening, and right when I'm getting my like exhale part of the day, my parents are like, "Why don't you come on over, have a beer, we'll make supper." And I'm like, "Okay, I'll relax." And then just all hell breaks loose. Um, my favorite thing, TJ, is when I get heads up that news is about to drop, and I don't check my phone for 20 minutes, and the news is already dropped. That's
1: that's hey, it's the biz. You got to be on your phone 24 seven in this uh, industry.
2: Which which that part happens sometimes. But I was even more ticked off about the other edition, which um,
1: did you not know about that one?
2: Well, it's not only that I didn't know about it, and that's fine. Like, you know what? They're gonna the same thing with that that kid from Jordan Robinson, the Livingstone College kid. You know, they like to keep things under wrap for certain people. Fine, whatever. D Beckwith uh, joins the gang. The part that really frustrates me. Um, I'm doing. I got talked into doing a daily piece of content that you just got to slog through sometimes. The Kentucky football countdown. Sometimes it sucks. Most days it sucks. A lot of times it's like, oh, I'll tell people about a player that is actually kind of a big deal you don't know about. Other days I'm just pulling pulling teeth trying to figure out what I'm going to write about that day. But every single day I'm on, like UK football roster is a shortcut now. The numerical roster on there. And the first person on that roster is still R.J. Adams, who plays for uh, Georgia Tech now, transferred. So they haven't updated it. I was told they were going to update it. Still haven't updated it. Um, and then they snuck the roster in on Monday into some part of the website that nobody goes to. I was very upset. Because mm-hmm. it's like, I'm on the roster every day. I could have had this. This could have been mine. And I just they put it somewhere else. I was I was very frustrated about that. But you know what? It's part of the job. You can't you can't win them all. I didn't win them all yesterday.
1: I'm I'm, I'm confused. Um,
2: if you go to UK football roster, like UK athletics, you click football, you click roster. It's not the new roster. You have to go to more, and then it's a PDF that's somewhere else. Mm-hmm. So yeah, it, it just interesting. It just annoyed the bejesus out of me. It's very inside baseball, first world probs. But I was like, damn it. Could have heard that scoop. Instead, uh, BB and Tonight got tipped off on it. Oh. And they were the ones that put it out there.
1: Oh, uh, It's about time they have some...
2: Exclusive. I- exclusive right. stuff
1: right. that right. is that other other places don't have. We're going to talk about that. Get your text into the Thornton's text line if you have any thoughts on it or on anything. Anything at all. 502 414 Fourteen fifty, and stop by Thornton's today. You can get yourself a delicious chicken biscuit. They've got plenty of breakfast sandwiches. They've got fresh donuts every morning, fresh coffee, and fresh fruit. They've mm. got it all at Thornton's.
2: Coffee's hitting different this morning too. Really, really slaps.
1: Yeah, this water is really
2: not not doing it.
1: No, it's no, it's hitting the spot. There's really nothing like ice cold water, water at the end of the day.
2: Um, can Not I?
1: necessarily at the end of the day, although that's also great. But as a matter of discussion, ice cold water, top notch.
2: I'm a, I'm a big fan of going into Thornton's uh, before the radio show too, because it's a lot of construction workers in there at the same time. Makes me feel blue collar. It really does. Yeah. There's a lot of hoopla. Yeah. Oh it Makes yeah. you
1: feel like you're you're part of it. Yeah. You know?
2: I'm 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 helping America get to work by stopping at <clears throat> <throat> <And throat> nice so Thornton's.
3: a What's that intern, Jacob? Buy a hard hat just to wear in the Thornton's every morning. <laughs>
2: I have a, a decent amount of just like brightly colored shirts. Yeah, to do that. Yeah, the neon. I've wondered if it's
1: like, because sometimes as an appraiser, I. Worry like I wonder one if neighbors think I'm breaking into a house because like I'm walking along the sides of them you know and whatnot and taking pictures sometimes it, like if there's a damaged window I'm taking a picture of a window it probably looks like I'm taking a picture inside a window or something weird. right yeah, yeah I've wondered like should I just wear a super bright colored shirt so people think I'm like utility or something like that the uh, I am carrying a tape measure and generally not dressed like I'm not like in a ho- wrapped up in a hoodie and sweatpants or you'll like you'll that. have
2: your hat on your appraisal hat um. That has your logo on it and everything. I will say though, I don't think you're there long enough for people to actually raise a stink. And then this
1: is the worst: is when that like there it's on a lockbox or something, meaning like there's a key there waiting for me, and so it's supposed to be vacant, and I'll go in, and somebody will be in there, it's just like the <laughs> oh, this is, and it happens more than you think. It's just the absolute worst.
2: I uh, when my neighbors recently bought sold a house. I was keeping a close eye on the appraisers. So how long does this actually take? Justin, it takes, I mean, three of our – he could do three appraisals in the time we have one break here on KRC. That's not true. It's astounding how quick these guys are. I was like, seriously? That's pretty impressive.
1: That's absolutely untrue. Four
2: minutes? Three houses? No, no, no. 30 30 minutes. Like uh, a segment. A a segment. So whatever you want to call it.
1: Uh, If they were – I mean, ranches are super easy for the most part because they're – two measurements. So there are some that are super quick. And then the rare times that somebody's been unhappy with one of my appraisals, just kidding, happens probably all the time. Some like a complaint that I've had is like, well, in the, in the appraiser was only there for 15 minutes. I'm not sure how much you could appraise. It's like, wait, wait I'm not a home inspector. I'm not crawling <laughs> through the crawl space and knocking on each board. Um, they can be quick, but some of them also take you just, it can take forty five minutes just to measure some houses, which those are not nearly as fun. But the the nice easy ones are the best.
2: So we talked about uniforms, and I have a question for intern Jacob that I'm I'm almost certain he knows the answer to. Uh, my neighbors are getting some some portions of the exterior of their house painted. How come painters always wear all white? They're going to get paint on their clothes regardless. So why why all white? Intern Jacob, riddle me this.
3: Um. I've got an answer. I, that I don't know the answer to that question, Roush. Because I would
2: think that it, it shouldn't matter. I mean, you're going to get paint on your clothes no matter what. Why? Why wear? I think all they
3: white. more of, wear of like a light gray when I see them, like a really light gray.
1: I see white. I'm not sure I've ever seen a light gray. I think yeah. you're making that up. Now that being said, Roush, my guess is, just guessing, is good way to tell if you have any sort of wet paint on you. If you have like dark clothes or other clothes where you can't really tell, then you brush up or you get in your car or something like that, there's paint on you. I don't know. That see, would be, that, that, would that be was my
2: guess. guess as well. Like, so then if you notice you rubbed into something, you can go back and touch it up. Um, I think the other one might be, you can just bleach mm, the paint out and clean it up. That,
1: yeah. Mean, but also if you're a painter, like who would really care if you have paint marks mm, on your... And that was my thought the whole time. Like who cares? Yeah. She
2: didn't have an answer to it either. Hmm. Person who deals she with pay all the time.
1: Not after Labor Day. <laughs> 502-414-1450 is the Thornton's text line. All right, let me get to just a few of these quick hitters real quick. First off, I saw this on ESPN, just one of those little top headlines. FIFA sells 1.8 million tickets for the World Cup. What? That sounds like entirely too many tickets. 32 teams, right? I think there's like there ends up being 32 games, something like well, that. Well,
2: no, that's just in the elimination round. You got to think about 30 pool play. Or, uh, oh no,
1: that just seems like a lot of tickets.
2: But le- for easy math sake, 30. Let's say it is 30 games. We'll we'll take round numbers. 30 games. You can put uh, 100,000 people in each stadium for each game. It's probably less, but that's um, quick math. There's Three 64 million four
1: matches per quick Google search.
2: Well, yeah, the, yeah, that, that's that's possible. One point eight million. Okay. Yeah, that's that's
1: only twenty eight thousand per per stadium. Well, oh. that's actually kind of surprising that it's so low. Oh wow. Okay. It's wow. Like you end up Qatar. You, you end up finding out on the spot, and you do a different. You have a difference of opinion. That's called growth. One point <laughs> eight million tickets. That's all. Wow. What's wrong with the World Cup in Qatar? It's crazy to think, though, just the the organization and the logistics of the World Cup or an event like the Olympics or something like that would be absolutely wild. Oh, yeah. Nutty. Also, Brooks Kepka said he didn't talk to the live until after the US Open. Yeah, right. OK, sure. That's why you gave the most awkward, stupid answers of all time. <laughs> Secondly, I guess this would be third after the Brooks comment. How about this weather this morning? Easy. Give it up, folks. Pretty amazing. I mean, Justin, didn't you just want to be there. out there on the links, buddy? Uh, I don't remember thinking
0: anything special about the about the
1: weather this morning. Yesterday morning, weird. I walked out and dark. I was a little chilly. It was colder this morning. I think yeah. we're setting like a record low for today. Yeah, yeah. how? What is it? I don't know. Fifty something. It was like Ooh. fifty. Yeah, it didn't seem that cold this morning. Forty six. Wow. What? Suck it, Scoot. In Lanesville. No, I need warmer. No. So, Get out of here, forty six. I saw my breath this morning. It was pretty wild, um, but it felt amazing. Felt like a, a October morning. Cool. Probably won't be that morning. cold again. We won't hit that temperature again probably till oh, September. I cut grass
2: last night, um, and it, another nice perk. You can cut grass till you know almost nine o'clock yeah. at night now. Um, but afterwards, just had a ice cold uh, beer on my front porch, and it was it was relaxing. Nice and cool. Not like just sweating to Bolivia. Oh, man. Love it. Absolutely love it. Uh, Sh- shout out to summer not for not sucking that much this year. Well, or at least right now. Well,
1: I don't know. We also did have like eight days of just 95 degrees, which stunk. You expect that in summer, but maybe not like in mid-June. And then again, you also maybe don't expect like mm, highs sure. in the upper 70s, low 80s in late June. So it's kind of averaged out. But if summer was like the last two days, nobody would complain about it. It'd be amazing. Louisville would have the best weather in all the world.
2: We'd be a travel destination.
1: Speaking of landscaping, had the Walnut Ridge landscape folks out to the property yesterday. Oh. Checking out. Uh, have a, Had just a few questions. Wanted to get their their ideas on a few things, and they may end up doing a, a project for us. Oh, big project they had a they, they had a plan for the for the sinkhole. You know and uh, I the thing I, feel I liked like... about the Walnut Ridge guys how honest they were about everything. Because They like, were like, well, we this... we we know we can do this. We know it'll do this. But in terms of long term, this or that, I, I wish I could promise you, but I'm not gonna lie to you. I was well, like, let's... I really appreciate that. Yeah, like yeah. I, I I much and he and there's a few other things that he was like, you know, I can do this, I can do that. But if it ends up like that, I can't I can't guarantee it. There's a few other things that he said that on, and I, I was like, that's so much better than if you were just like, oh, I've been doing this for 40 years, and I promise you that, and yeah, just like right. lying and getting the hell out of dodge. It
2: also that's something that is out of you. You need to call the experts on. Oh yeah, you know for sure that that's not a
1: for the sinkhole. He was like, I can definitely slow it down because I have some on my property and I've done a good job of really stopping the growth. But he was like, I don't know what's there. Could be a cave under there, you know? You're like, I don't. I, Ooh, I mammoth cave. I was like, if you were. I was like, I bet if you could figure it out for sure, you'd probably be working for the Corps of Engineers. <laughs> like that, it would be impressive if yeah, you could yeah. definitively stop that. Uh, but they were they were great, super professional, and uh, smart advertising with the big exports radio. You'll at least get my business if nothing else. Hmm. That pays for itself, though. It, it sure does. Yeah, it sure does. Uh, all right, some other. We got any other quick hitters for today before we get into the the nitty gritty of UK's? We could just spend. The next seven we could spend the rest of summer radio just detailing every single UK running back. One running back per show, the next 40 days.
2: Um, the only other quick hitter I had was kind of a wacky idea Wednesday topic that I sent to you all yesterday the House oh. of Shepherdsville. My Atlanta.
1: Yeah. I think maybe people have heard about this, maybe you haven't, but it's been over the news and it's been kind of running through the Louisville, Jefferson, Bullock County areas. This person cool. in Shepherdsville ha- is expecting a foreign invasion, has cut off electricity, power, mm-hmm. the, the gas, I, I don't know about water or not, but um, wouldn't surprise me, to his house. Yes. And it's not like a rural property on no, 30 it's, acres. it's in the it's, middle of Shepherdsville, like just downtown. It's right there in Shepherdsville. Yeah. He's got sandbags all around the house. There's only one way in and out of the house. Every other way has been totally and completely sealed.
2: He's he's um, he has to climb out a window, like behind a plastic tarp. Like he moves that out of the way and then like scales down some sandbags to get in and out of his house. And there's he also. I don't understand the tarps all over the yard where there's just standing water that I'm sure smells putrid. This uh, yard looks awful. I mean, it it just uh, it's so bad. I mean, Walnut Ridge, it would take them years. To, uh,
1: they could they could knock it out in no time.
2: But um, like, there's just like bags of corn that are just but like 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 the 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 potato sacks that are just busted open, and the neighbors like, yeah, it's just maggots are crawling around everywhere. There's <laughs> peter bar- peanut butter jars. It's like, what are you doing, dude?
1: I mean, the thing is, it's kind of like a funny story, and I'm guessing at some point this is probably going to go like nationally viral. But the guy clearly is probably not not well. Yeah. Because that's, that's just of not a, a, a normal thing that people do or think that a foreign invasion, not only to think that, but to think that, like, hey, a foreign invasion's coming. And forget the coastlines, forget the big cities, forget Fort Knox. They're coming for me here in Shepherdsville, Kentucky. It's wild. It's uh, it's it's so. Hopefully, he gets some help. But he did have some quotes that actually were kind of funny. That like, he's like, "Oh yeah, a lot of people just drive by and think it's kind of interesting."
2: <laughs> oh, they do. Yeah. Not just an assore. Cooking with propane too, just exclusively using propane.
0: What's he gonna do when he runs out? They said he only has enough for two more years.
2: <laughs> yeah,
0: <laughs> now he'll have to go out, test his luck.
2: Pretty wild too that that's not violating code because the neighbors wanted to complain. And the, the city's like, well, you got to sign a petition because that's he's not violating codes. It's like, are you sure that he fi- gave a was... handout
1: to the community? <laughs> so that's just that. Oh man, yeah, that's wild. At I, least like I, a
2: doomsday prepper person that has their bunker. You don't you you don't have to see the bunker. This like ugh, you know this I, is gross.
1: If a forward invasion gets to you in Shepherdsville, the sandbags aren't helping you.
2: Oh, yeah, yeah. It's a lost cause. Like You may
1: point. as well just live comfortably until that day because you'd be in trouble regardless. If they've made it that far,
2: you're in big trouble. Yeah, You've got bigger problems at that point.
1: Exactly. Uh, yeah, that was, that, was, that was a wild story, but like it couldn't help just be like, man, that dude.
2: What's going on up not, there? J- yeah, not, Jacob's seeing it for the good. first time. He thinks it's cool. Oh, do you want to live there, Jacob? <laughs> we'll say I did live in some houses in college that were probably comparable smells.
3: I don't know if I want to live there, but like a weekend vacation wouldn't be off the table. He should do like- oh, just let, cold
2: showers.
1: Let, let, let folks see what the inside looks like. Oh,
2: I uh, can only yeah. imagine.
0: Yeah, Hit him be. up for an appraisal.
1: No, thank you. <laughs> Craw- you don't want to crawl in through the window. Really? I mean, at some point, somebody's going to have to appraise that house. Uh, I mean, if- do you appraise it with the sandbags, or you? That would uh, you'd ha- it'd be subject to the sandbags being removed. <laughs> That'd be a health and safety concern, uh, livability, structural concern. I would think for more. Yeah, there. This is this. The this is, is going to be a tough one. Going to be a tough one for this house to pass. When we come back, we will discuss the UK running back situation, which is somehow maybe more complicated than ever, shockingly, after the news from yesterday. We'll come back, we'll discuss it, we'll debate it, we'll talk about it. 502-414-1450 is the Thornton text line. Get in touch with the show. It's TJ Walker, Nick Rouse, Justin Gale. Okay, they're playing me off. Thank you, everybody.
2: Welcome back to Kentucky Roll Call. Bullying corrects bad behavior. With Walker and Roush. Basically,
1: you can correct people by bullying them. That's okay by to Nick's Roush standard. But final word is Zach Randolph. What he says goes. This year,
0: Halloween fell on a weekend. Me and ghetto boys are trick-or-treating. Robbing little kids for bags. Till a little man got behind our rags So we speeded up the pace Took a look back And he was right before our face We were in for a squab no doubt So I swung and tried to take him out
1: He was going down we planned but this Welcome was back. no ordinary man. Kentucky Roll Call here on Big X Sports Radio, 96.1 FM, 1450 AM. TJ Walker, Nick Roush, Justin Kalen, and Turn Jacob on your Wednesday. Hope everybody's having a great start to their morning. Enjoying the beautiful, crisp air. Chilling, chilling the air. Because it's going to get hot today. And then we'll be in the 90s for a while. And then a very rainy weekend, it's looking like. Mm-hmm. Going to have which, to get
2: out of town to enjoy the the holiday festivities.
1: I'm one all for it. Parts of Kentucky desperately need some rain. So
2: fingers crossed those areas get some hit. If you've crossed the bridge lately, too, you notice the river. A lot of shoreline showing.
1: Uh, I was kayaking out on the river on Saturday. It was a little down. But we Linden has gotten some rain. The last few times it has rained, Linden has been hit hard. But there's some farms and some shelby county parts just i mean even i'm sure there's pr- plenty of properties in jefferson county that it can just miss you in the summer they can mm-hmm. they can get uh, you know an inch in one spot and hardly any accumulation in another spot so fingers crossed that those areas will get some rain and then selfishly roush i hope it rains every night this weekend no fireworks baby <laughs> Woo! People still find time to do them at some point when it doesn't rain, but if we could just have thunderstorms every night, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Monday, let's just do Tuesday just to be safe, I'm in.
2: Man, last night didn't have any fireworks going off. First night this week. Oh
1: my gosh, that's so sad. Are you
2: serious? Yeah, dude, it's South End, man. Things are going off every night for a month. A few he, weeks before 4th of July, a few I, weeks after. Not surprised. It's, by it's by my that least at all. favorite part about living in the South End. There's a lot of things to complain about. The fireworks every single night. Just like, we, we have, like, this weekend, this is the time where I can't complain about it because like, this is when you shoot off fireworks. But doing it for a month before and after, I mean, you're just taking dollar bills and lighting them on fire. Freedom. <laughs> That's what that is freedom.
1: I'll probably hear. Two or three a week until Fourth of July weekend, and then it's just, yeah, it's it's all it's for like you know, a week straight, like a few days before the fourth, few days after the fourth. Not looking forward. I don't care. I actually love fireworks, but the dog that it's gonna kill my dog one of uh, these days. Hey, and he'll get so like stressed out and paranoid and anxious, he'll just keel over. And, and he's die. not gonna live forever, TJ. <laughs> Jeez, please, Justin. It's gotta happen
2: eventually. No, well, that's how we all are sparky. I
1: hope you feel. I hope if it happens, I hope you feel
2: like a jerk. Oh, I will. I like Gabe.
1: Yeah, he is. Oh boy,
2: the the baby. She has she she good with him?
1: Yeah, she loves him. She he makes her smile all the time. And no, he, no, I meant I meant the fireworks.
2: Oh, you, you don't really know yet, do you? Don't know yet. Yeah. Okay. Fingers crossed.
1: Yeah, she's she. Usually goes down around 7.30, so they don't happen. When she's up, I don't think they wake Hopefully her up. Hopefully they
2: don't wake her up. Yeah, that's the big one.
1: That's a good point. I'm not 100% sure about that.
2: Because that would be much worse. That's much worse than a stressed out dog.
1: And It definitely could be. And we talk about this every year around 4th of July. could just be me getting older, also my dog changing my opinion on fireworks. I feel like popular opinion, though, has changed on them. I feel like growing up, Roush fireworks were just everywhere. Every neighborhood, every Fourth of July would have their own. There's a lot like, more huge, official shows. Yeah, yeah. Now it seems like more like if you want to go see fireworks, you'll go to your neighborhood's park, not so much just the the neighbors putting it together.
2: Uh, that, we'll we'll say could, the that uh, could
1: just be uh that I I could be distanced from that,
2: and th- that might be the case. Cause uh, but my uh, my family friends Thunder Over Chevrolet it's uh, canceled this year. Too much. Too many people at other plans so they they're not they're not putting on the the annual neighborhood show
1: well I bet somebody's like I'm saving so much money <laughs> not having to buy all these fire fireworks expensive yeah they add up mm-hmm. but luckily they'll do like
2: oh you got the ninety eight percent off yeah and
1: yeah. it's still it's like twenty three dollars it's like so you're telling me there's firework here. That's just for the sparklers. Yeah, no kidding. Except for the fireworks station that advertises with Big X, they they say they specifically say we don't mark down. We their prices are just they're already marked down. They already made them the cheapest. They're not going to do like we're doing half off and then half off the half off.
2: Buy they got they one, their bottom seven line seven free exactly. It's like, well, how much is the one? It's kind of like the old uh, Joseph A. Bank. R.I.P. V- Buy one suit, get five free. They're not around anymore? No, they went bankrupt. Uh. Joseph A. bankrupt?
1: <laughs> Did they really, though? Yeah. Got my um, first wedding suit at a Joseph A. I not know. my fir- like it's not. I, haven't, I have not had multiple weddings myself. I've been in several weddings because I've got a don't. I don't, ton, ton I don't think it was
2: the Great Recession, but it was one of them that got him out of business.
1: Well... I got that wedding suit in 2013, so it would have had to have been, I think, sometime after that.
2: Oh, it says it's still around. I yeah, guess, I, I think. Uh, I guess they're just not around in Kentucky anymore. Yeah, the the one. Um, yeah, not you. We don't get the ads like we used to around these parts.
1: What was the ad, anyways?
2: It was. It was. They would every once. Every t- few times a year, they would do the, buy one suit, get five oh, free, yeah. and it was just very low production TV commercial.
1: Yeah. I mean, there's multiple Joseph A. Banks. and and There still is? Oh, well. In, my, in my the shop. You know
2: what they probably did? They probably view. did the thing that uh, uh, Marty Goldberg does. He owns the furniture store, and every year, he does a going-out-of-business sale to really strum up business It <laughs> never goes out of business, oh. and that's what Joseph A. Bank did.
1: They emerged from Chapter 11 Bankruptcy.
2: Oh, okay. So they survived.
1: It eliminated $686 million of debt.
2: Wow. And, and what year was Did that? Did they
1: get to go ring the bell on Dave Ramsey? <laughs> <laughs> this, uh, this article is from December seventh, 2020.
2: No, oh, see, okay. I thought I was onto something there. Is that what
0: happens when you declare bankruptcy? You don't have to pay that.
2: No, you go. You just walk into the stock exchange and you say, "I
1: <laughs> declare
2: <laughs> bankruptcy." Well, then you're good. Huh. That's
1: all you got to do. But people like laugh at you, so you're kind of embarrassed. Well, but besides that, six hundred eighty-six yeah, million dollars. You might get some tomatoes thrown at you. Yeah, <laughs> you know it's. Yeah, people aren't happy about it. Right, right. But right. you're good after it. You're good after that. All right, let's talk some running backs, Roush. Yeah, what the hell happened? So we thought Chris Rodriguez was going to be like a two-game suspension. Things were looking good. Not so much need for the FCS player. Had no idea who this Tennessee guy is. Well, I do remember him during his recruitment, but he wasn't a running back back then. And I, what what what? Explain this to right, me. First like things I'm first. Four.
2: D Beckwith, the kid from Tennessee that we we never heard of before. Okay, I'll bite. D who? D. Beckwith. He was a four-star player that UK recruited uh, out of high school. Played quarterback, receiver, running back. Put up some gaudy numbers at at Florence High School in Alabama. He did it all. He did it all. Uh, Ends up going to Tennessee. They don't really know what to do with him during the coaching change. They plays multiple positions. He's not playing running back in Kentucky. He's 6'4", 230 pounds. Dude's going to play the Isaiah Cummings hybrid tight end position. He's going to play fullback. Um, they're going to call him an athlete. They're going to call him whatever they want to call him to make him happy. But he's going to play H-back, fullback, whatever that kind of position is. And that's that's something they were looking for in this recruiting cycle. That, that PRP kid I thought was a potential add there. Now that they've added Beckwith, I think that probably puts that off the table. So, sorry PRP kid. Um, but he's a former four-star recruit. Blue-chip prospect. When you can get this guy from Tennessee to add to your tight ends room, tight ends-ish backish room you do it so that is not in the the loaded running back room it's a different story for our friend from Sam Houston State Ramon Jefferson originally from the Bronx Beckwith has three years to play with at least Ramon Jefferson's one and done he's a grad transfer that started his career playing for Liam Cohen at Maine he redshirted back in 2017 when Cohen was the offensive coordinator there so two years at Maine, uh, an FCS school, then goes to Terry Wilson's old Juco stomping grounds at Garden City for a year, ends up at same Houston State. Uh, from a skill standpoint, he's he's right around, every year that he's been a feature back, he's right around, at that. he either breaks a 1,000 yards or he's at 950 or something like that. He's a good runner. He's a explosive play guy. Um, I don't have the... Uh, it's 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 not easy to pull up the success rate numbers, but I would be willing to wager that he has a higher success rate um, on explosive plays than any other guy they've got on their roster right now. Um, that includes Cavaceci Smoke. I know we've got a lot of big smoke fans, but he's a lot more boom than bust. Uh, and they played an outside zone scheme at same Houston, so it's an easy fit there. Ooh. He knows that well. From a just uh, let's plug this guy in to get a big playback. It makes a ton of sense now. The big question, though, is when we talked about this kid a few weeks back, the the overwhelming sentiment was, well, they're going to wait and see. They'll probably take him if they're worried about Chris.
1: That's that was the narrative we talked about it.
2: But the thing is, is in that time, we've only become more comfortable with the Chris Rodriguez situation because, for all intents and purposes, he's. I mean, he's doing. All is go. All is normal at the practice facility right now. Chris is doing all the stuff he would normally do, like nothing happened. So I don't, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Um, I feel like he's going to make your room better, regardless. But like we said, that was the narrative. Is why would you add this guy unless you were worried about not having Chris for a couple games?
1: Yeah, I, I it makes me feel worse about Chris Rodriguez. I do feel, while well, I said that maybe it, it, there's more uncertainty with running backs than ever, I think there is some truth to that. But I, I'm not worried about the running back position. Really not in the slightest. And this addition makes me more confident because you're going to have a good offensive line to run with. You're going to have a defense that's at least going to have to respect a passing game so they can't load the box like it's 2019. I'm... I have no worries, big picture, about the running back with or without Chris Rodriguez. There's just too much talent there yeah. for somebody not to emerge and be good. And Ramon Jefferson is, is talented. I don't want to make a habit of going to the FCS, FCS ranks, but I mean he was run, an All-American, so exa- it's like if you're getting oh, the best of the best from lower, that yeah. from that level. Yeah. Does that mean it's going to equal out? No, not necessarily. But is it? Is it as embarrassing as just taking, like, an FCS all-conference player? No. You know, you are getting the best of the best. I don't have issues with the running backs. Whether Chris Rodriguez has suspended two games, four games, six games the entire season, we never see him again in a U.K. jersey, there's enough talented pieces there where the running game, and also, let's not forget, U.K. didn't want to run Will Levis But as the season progressed and teams started doing this and started doing that, they started to run him a little bit more. He can run the ball. Mm -hmm. And if your running backs end up not being – if I'm wrong and the running back room is cause for concern, we're in week four, week five, and UK just really hasn't been able to establish any sort of running games, and it's at the fault of the running backs, you got Will. Will. And he is a good runner. He's a smart runner. And you can get him in some tricky situations for a defense. So, running game, I'm not concerned in the slightest. Uh, And I I like the addition of Ramon Jefferson. It does make me feel less optimistic about how much or, if at all, we see Chris Rodriguez this upcoming season. But – you can watch Ramon Jefferson highlight tapes, and while no, he's not going against SEC defenses, he makes people look silly. Yeah, and he can do, yeah. and he can, he can, he can run through folks. He's quick. Uh, he's, he is kind of a little bit of a blend of some of the quicker backs UK has, and a little bit of the bulk that Chris Rodriguez has. He's a he's a good player. I wish Kentucky had more than just one year with him, but. Uh, Maybe he gives you something. Maybe he gives you nothing. I still think even if you didn't have him, you've got enough good options in the running back room. Even regardless, but you get you've got you've got a plethora of players. Roush, they'll be okay in that position. I've got I still have other concerns in other areas. Running back, no concerns.
2: Here's something that, yeah. If I were if it, oh, hold on. Let me let me dial it back a second. So. If this news, if you're immediately just like, well, that's bad news for Chris Rodriguez, right? I could also counter by saying, you know, it's June 29th. Camp starts in almost exactly a month. They have two or three scholarships to play with. Why not give them to these guys? Are you going to find anybody better in the next month or so? Just playing devil's advocate. I, I, You know, I... They knew they could get this guy. Why not take him for a year? He's not going to fill up stuff. But I do wonder, though, what the pecking order – like, e- even if you have Chris, how's the how are the carries distributed? Um, because Jacob uh, made a good point while – or good but not so good point during the break. Um,
1: oh, this was actually kind of funny. Yeah. So, Jacob just can't seem – God love him. Great kid. Can't seem to understand. Jacob, save – Radio topics for when we're on air. Yeah,
2: because then I like the the audience would have loved me roasting you.
1: And we just missed out on that moment where Jacob said, "Hey, Roush, any of these players can they be re-
2: can they receive can they receive?" I'm worried about our running backs, running backs being, backs being able to receive. Receive.
1: We were like receive communion. <laughs> <laughs> I don't. I'm not. I'm receive a ticket. Uh. Really? Pass catchers.
2: Yes. Can they catch a pass? Football thrown to them. Yes. The 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 wild stat about Ramon Jefferson, he did not catch a pass last year. I looked it up. They had another guy who was fourth on the team in receptions that was their receiving running back, um, if you will, their third down back, Noah Smith. So that's why he didn't catch any passes. They just had another dude. That was his specialty. Um, but I would say that, A, Jacob – uh, UK has one they feel good about to Tom McClain. I would say Lavelle Wright is second in that capacity. Uh, Smoke can't catch it all. That's part of why he got knocked down the totem pole. He had the opportunities last year. They split him out a couple times. I remember him catching a slant at one point, but he just he doesn't have good hands. It's I don't know. It's just not in the thing. Um, and Chris, Chris got a couple touchdowns last year. I mean, obviously that's not his strength, but um, – I believe, the not the first of the year, but there was a – what game was it? It was the LSU game, I think. The first touchdown of the game of like seven touchdowns, it was Chris Rodriguez catching a pass for a score. So, yes, it's, it's not a strength, but also how much do you want to throw to those guys? I think if you want to throw to some guys out of the backfield too, that's why you get these fullbacks on. That's why you got this back with kid. So, while you do raise a good point about Ramon Jefferson having either no hands or brick hands – I'm 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 not overly concerned because it also shouldn't be like this huge part of the offense either.
3: Okay, I'll probably get my head taken off again, but um, if that happens and it comes to the point of when defenses see these guys on the field, they're just gonna look for a pass.
2: Yeah, but that's every. I mean, there's thir- that's the NFL. Like, uh, I mean, that's it's not as obvious as when Kentucky brought in Randy Jenkins on passing situations. But you have the, they're, they're called third-down backs for a reason. Um, if you were a good scouter last year, you would have known that every time Jatah McClain came into the game, uh, they were going to run outside zone probably or screen or something like that. Everybody knew that. It was, it, but it was, pre- it was pretty clear last year with him, and they still were able to get positive yards with it. So, uh, yeah, I, I think there's, there's ways around that.
1: I'm excited to see this two running back scheme.
2: I'm also excited. I, I mean, hopefully it works. Is Eddie Grant calling the shots now? All these running backs,
1: wing T, baby, triple option.
2: I'll bring back Bowden Ball with Will Evis. You
0: What's really it? want to do that to Leach in his in his later years? <laughs> Give him the wing T.
1: What's the, what do you mean?
0: That's it's so hard
1: to broadcast for
0: because you never know who has the football.
1: Yeah, well, you know what. He may oh. be thinking he needs a, a challenge later in life. You do have
2: Maybe a so. unique perspective on that, Scoots. Yeah. I, I hate covering wing T offenses. Especially because it's only like three or four yards at a yeah. time. Yep. To...
0: But uh, it's like they fake the they fake the ball to three or four people. And you, it's like, who has the damn ball? And then you, sound, you end up sounding like an idiot most of the time because you're like, oh, I called this name, but this guy actually had it.
2: Hmm. Well, the, Scoots, I hate to bring it to you. That's not the only time you sound like an idiot. That's true. Good point.
1: The ACC released its new scheduling model. They're adopting a 3-5-5 football scheduling model. All 14 schools are competing in the same division. Kiss the Atlantic and the Coastal goodbye. If you had a tough time remembering them like I did, don't worry about it. They're gone. Teams are going to play three primary opponents annually, and they'll face the other 10 teams twice during a four-year cycle once at home, once on the road, and this is only locked in for four years, and then they could they they'll get three new opponents most likely. U of L's they debated this on the Rutherford Show for weeks.
0: Oh my gosh, their answer is yes. Trevor
1: wanted Florida State, Clemson, and U <laughs> of L ends up with Georgia Tech, Miami, and Virginia. And the only thing that made me think of this, we were probably going to get to it at hour number two, is talk is Justin bringing up the. The triple option wing T. Tell you what, I think that's a great set for U of L. I yeah. think it's a great I don't know really if you could ask for all that much better, to be honest with you. But it would be a whole different story if Georgia Tech still had Paul Johnson.
2: No, completely different. Yeah, that would be, be a nightmare. Like, yeah, you would not you'd be It'd probably be the one
1: you'd the one you wouldn't want to right, see on there right. would be Georgia Tech. Just having to prepare for that once a year guaranteed. Would not be fun. It would not be ideal. I do U um, of L gets Georgia Tech, Miami, and Virginia.
2: I do feel like that they kind of have a, a small rivalry with Miami. I mean, they played Miami quite a bit pre-ACC. Miami
1: will always be a ticket draw, and that's what if I when we were when we talked about this, I was like, if I were U of L, I'd want one ticket draw that, regardless if they're good, bad, whatever, fans are going to be interested in seeing them. Could be Clemson, could be Florida State, could be Miami, but it really had to be one of those three. They got that. And then for the other two, while Georgia Tech and Virginia, not the sexiest, one, both teams have had solid years in the past decade or so. So you never know. They they could be ranked. They could be talented. Virginia, that one, whatever. That's kind of turned into like a small bit of a rivalry, but not really. Georgia Tech, though, it's a good recruiting base. It's Atlanta. So if you can sell recruits, hey, for the next four years – at least two of those years, we're going to be playing in your backyard, and then the other time, your backyard can come up and watch your homeschool play against us. So, I actually think it worked out pretty well for Louisville, all things considered. U of fans very mad that I tweeted about them multiple times yesterday. They are the biggest obsession. Sure. It just doesn't get bigger loser fan base than them. Uh, if they just can't, unlike any really, unlike any other fan base that I know of, they they cannot take a difference of opinion well at all and everything has to kind of be on their terms or else it's and and did you see the bam out of bio picture
2: oh that this is, like is... A,
1: a, that's a, just a guarantee lightning rod for you of all fans to get offended and get triggered oh, i love it's it it's as little brother syndrome as it gets but oh kenny payne's former player wore his college shirt in a different gym chill out and Who i cares? just
2: love that they're one if they have the two things that Louisville fans talk about in their years and 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 years of losing to Kentucky, they have that time that Russ Smith dunked and they lost. In a losing game. Yeah. And then they have Quentin Snyder crossing up Bam out of bio. Yes. Bam just took, I mean, he just took that from him. He's just showing up to their practice facility wearing UK stuff, which I love too. Like if you're going to be, if you're Bam, A, you don't really care that much. But you're also not, like, you, you just want to work out with Kenny because he's your boy. But you're going to wear UK stuff, and nobody's going to say anything to you about it either. Like, yeah. they are. There's not, like, some little dorky manager like, hey, you can't wear that around here. Like, like, you think Bam gives a damn about what that kid says? Bam would just laugh at him. Yeah. 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 And then it just shove the, him in a locker.
1: But the thing is, they, they, they don't under, like... Kenny Payne is laughing at you, dweebs. Like it's he, also... he would make him take it off. Make him take like they, they and the band's like they. That's why they think you all are just kind of dorks to some extent. Like they they don't care.
2: And it's a shirt. This is going to be the first of minute too. The, your reaction is only going to make more of these guys who come back do just that.
1: And like there is this little seed of in fact how how he was with yeah he played at U but he was with Cal a long time. That, that was even before they hired him, and you still, like, when this recruiting cycle hasn't gone well, or with the transfers at least it didn't go well, and now with this, you'll still every so often hear a rumbling of, like, a guy who's uh, filled in for the for the Mike Rutherford show, Rashawn Myers. He has been, he, he he's very, like, not over the moon about Kenny Payne and everything that's gone down. He tweeted out yesterday, this is what you all wanted, just laughing it up in the U.K. gear inside the Cardinal facilities. First Ty Ty talking smack in there, and now this. I guess that's where we're at. I don't mind NBA guys coming to hoop and work out because work is work, but that crap has to come off before you step on my court. That's door. disrespectful to school and the fans. Period. They they wouldn't allow that mess down in Lex. How many? There's also this huge notion that like does Lexington have? doesn't do, doesn't do this. I feel like if Cal if a guy showed up in a U of L shirt, Cal wouldn't care.
2: No, not at all. Also, the thing that I've never understood with us, wouldn't you? Wouldn't you be kind of celebrating that—the fact that this UK guy would rather be at U right now than working out with Cal? I mean, that's the spin, right? How do you not? That's the easy spin. Oh, and then you said you got two paragraphs, just sound like a total loser. <laughs> Seriously, <laughs> they, that, that's the thing—is they—they haven't known how <laughs> to weed through the Kenny pain. He won those games. But his players can't like you got you gotta know how to spin it, how to twist the knife. And they just they've been so bad for so long they don't know how to Anytime somebody
1: wears a blue shirt to any of their sporting events, it's like their media members tweet it. It's just wild like mm-hmm. how obsessed they are with that stuff. It's just uh it's it's kind of a dorky fan base. The irony the of the of the,
2: the obsession.
1: What was it that Haley Minogue tweeted out and they went absolutely nuts? Oh, they there were, like, were the
2: UK station. They, they, yeah, <laughs> she was like,
1: We play some UK stuff and then they were they'd like retagging tagging her bosses. Is this what you want your ankle? isolating U L fans they're just dorks there's so many of those little instances you just forget about them and we'll forget about this one in time because there's just so many of them <laughs> but Bam out of bio wears a UK shirt has the audacity to put on a, a not even a blue shirt but a gray one with some blue lettering, lettering on U L's campus and unacceptable Kenny's gonna need to explain this one. And you know what, UK fans, we can be better with that stuff with like Cal not at the draft. Let's care about stuff that matters. Like, you know, winning tournament games. That is matters. There's spring in here. Oh,
2: God. Uh, Jacob, you got to get that out of here.
1: Hour one of Kentucky Roll Call is done and dusted, as they say on my Pelotron. Hour number two coming up next. This is Kentucky Roll Call. I'm Big X Radio, 96.1 FM, Working 1450
0: AM. All of this time and all of this money All of these sorries I don't owe you, honey All of these miles on this Chevy and of you. All them days I spent wasted on you Wasted on you Yeah, I Over? You say over? I ain't heard no
2: family! Welcome back for hour two of Kentucky Roll Call.
0: Nothing is over until we decide it is.
2: With Walker and Rosh. We're just getting started, bro.
1: Welcome back, hour number two, Kentucky Roll Call, here on Big X Sports Radio. Oh, God. feel like you're sitting closer to me, Rosh.
2: You don't did want you sc- me to.
1: Did you scoot over during that break?
2: I think I did, just so I could see uh, Jacob. I think TJ's a little claustrophobic.
1: Yeah. Nah, just six feet. Stop the spread. COVID, Rouse. Yeah. This is Kentucky Roll Call on Big X Sports Radio, 96.1 FM, 1450 AM. TJ Walker, Nick Rouse, Justin Kalen, turn Jacob. Get your text in to the Thornton's text line, and get your Thornton's app on your phone. That way you can win $10,000. For Thornton Summer Cash Bash, shout out! Shout out to Kelly Leonardo and Alex Cupper. They're giving away ten thousand dollars each and every week. Those two personally, and then at the end of summer, they're going to give away a twenty twenty two Chevy Tahoe. Which, by the way, one parked to me, one parked right next to me yesterday. I forget where I was. Oh yeah, picking up lunch for the wife. Huh. And holy smokes, Tahoes! They were always big boys, Ooh. even back when. Uh, my my mother had one, but that was like 2002. They have come a long way.
2: So thing was like a little hotel. Can been having this debate with my wife because every time we see one or the other, we can't decide which one is bigger. Is it Tahoe or Suburban? Which one's the big boy?
1: Suburban. I think Suburban is technically big.
2: Okay, because I know it it goes Escape, Explore, Expedition when it comes to Ford's. But I and then it was Trailblazer. I guess.
1: I just think Tahoes are a little bit smaller, but not much, but nicer than Suburbans.
2: They might. But then again,
1: you know, like a new Suburban, a new we're, Tahoe. We're gonna that pretty the, nice Tahoe is. is
2: on our short list of uh, vehicles to look at when we upgrade, probably next year. So we gotta get uh, we gotta get a bigger car. Yeah, the second baby.
1: Car. Toyota has the Highlander.
2: Really want a van, but my wife is very anti van. is that? She just is anti van. I don't want to drive that thing around. It's like, why? Wow, vans and are how's awesome. How's that
1: different than a big old SUV? Exactly. Vans are easier.
2: Exactly. It's yeah. easier to get in and out. You got the bucket seats. You can take them out. You can store a lot of stuff. I would, I would, I even told her I'd drive She's it gotta around. she has got to have a better
1: rationale than just I'm not driving that thing.
2: Yeah. Yeah. That, that's, no. That's you got to have,
1: you, I mean, you'd have no, to.
2: No, that's it. That's the only rationale. And it, and it upsets me because I would just go, happily drive it, but I'm not going to. My buddy's telling
1: me about the Sequoia and the Armada, just
2: all the big cars. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not, um, I'm not driving that thing to Lexington all the time though. So, a big SUV. Yeah. What about a tell you, you you got to for the
1: tailgates. Oh, you don't tailgate though.
2: Right, go to work. Yeah, Telluride is also an option too. But um, Kia, Kia stepped up their game. They changed their logo and look at them now. Remember, they, when, they we were, junk remember
1: when we were kids and they were like the laughing stock car?
2: Oh, and they and was they, buy they, buy they, buy, they, buy one van, get a car free. Yeah.
1: yeah, they do. I mean, anytime a car dealership does buy one get one free, it's a little bit of a red flag.
2: I had a teacher who said he looked into it, and he's like, "Of course, the the whatever their little car was was the most stripped down." You know, manual windows, manual mm. transmission, oh, right up your alley, Scoots.
0: Yeah, pretty much.
2: <laughs> Only hey, AM radio, no FM dial. <laughs> really? No, no they that, had that. I didn't know that I think they had the air AC, but it would be funny, though. Yeah. Right, you well, can imagine. Uh,
1: we're going to talk, this isn't just going to be car talk. We're going to talk other things. We're going to read the Thornton's text line, 502-414-1450, uh, Still waiting on Aaron Bradshaw to commit. It'd be nice. But while we wait for that and they're expecting it, we are also expecting a commitment from, on the football side of things, from Carmelo English. Roush, what's the latest there?
2: Uh, Carmelo English, four star wide receiver, was set to announce his decision July 2nd and said, Skirt, change of plans. He said phone DND baby do not disturb. Which I love. I uh, just that's a hell of a way to know. So much better than respect my decision mm-hmm. but just like I'm putting my phone on do not disturb don't even try me. Which I feel like he would have to. You think to.
1: people tried him?
2: Definitely. Definitely did. Um, but if, de- if he was going
1: to pick it was going to be Auburn. So right. it's, it's good that that there's not a a decision coming. Mm. I still think So here's what I thought, Roush, real quick, and then you're going to have more analysis on this. Whether if he – this one's going to come down to the wire regardless. It just seems to be that way. There's a lot of uncertainty there. I'm I'm saying this matter-of-factly, but obviously I don't know the insides-outs of this recruitment. But, like, if tomorrow he picked Kentucky, we'd be sweating this out till the end. Regardless, yeah, if he picked Auburn tomorrow, UK would be monitoring which kind of season, what kind of season Auburn had, and they'd be in his ear, especially come November, and say, Hey, is this, you know, we're kind of got something going here. You sure you don't want to come up here? Maybe you'd flip them last minute. uh, There's some Auburn fans that are, they're always unhappy. So it's not hard to to get them to be, as Alabama just completely dominates that, that whole thing. It's not hard to find some disgruntled Auburn fans. So, regardless, it's coming down. Uh, probably to signing day. So while this is great that he didn't commit to Auburn in just a few days, I still – this is one that UK is going to be dealing with for another five months.
2: Yeah, there's no doubt about that. I will say there was an interesting wrinkle that he had in his announcement. The people he tagged in it, he tagged an Auburn writer and he tagged a Michigan writer. Michigan's where he took his last official visit. Maybe it was the Wolverines who were giving giving the Cats a little more rope here. Uh, He he did officially visit last weekend, so maybe that's part of the reason for it. Um, I will say, too, if Michigan's buying Kentucky more time, thanks, Michigan, because they're going to come back down to earth this year, too. That college football playoff shine is going to wear off eventually. So, uh, you know, just something to keep an eye on. But uh, all in all, got to be good news that the the four-star speedy receiver is, is putting things off for now.
1: Yeah, yeah, that is. Uh, that is good news. We need UK football recruiting good news, and hopefully July will be a good month for the Cats. Let's uh, get to the Thornton's text line, 502-414-1450. A texter says, the high point of U.K. basketball is news of incoming five-star recruits. It's all downhill from here.
2: That sounds like are Rutherford
1: We shouldn't exactly. get excited. Ooh,
2: I saw some funny spin by somebody on Uganda Kingsley. Sh- uh,
1: you don't get excited about good recruits.
2: It was uh, on Uganda. It was like, he's, he's not even a uh, top five. Uh, man, I forget what the spin was. He's only a five-star in one service but the service is the one that averages all of the rankings of every service mm. and it said he was a five star um that that was funny um yeah cuz you wouldn't a want to be uh no it was the um the Mitch guy that i don't think he works in oh, Mitch team Mo- yeah does he still work there no he's he, a big he owl butt he, slipper, though right
1: no he uh, youval fan he he's kind of like just mr contrarian you've all fans get mad at him frequently cuz he will kind of like Poke some U of L narratives. He's just kind of a troll. Oh, okay. okay. He's a good guy, though.
2: So, works for the
1: Cardinals now.
0: That's either untrue. Uh, that just can't happen. How how can how can he be a five star and the one that averages them all? But that's the only place he's a five star. It doesn't make any sense.
2: Um, well, so he's he's either
0: a five star other places, and this guy was just being a troll, or he's not a five star.
2: Period. Well, let me pull it up. Um, the on three database. Um. <laughs> Uh, because in the on three one he's the number five player overall um and the number one center and the other ones all have him as like number 25 so I think when you average 25 25 35 it makes him top 15. so in the consensus he is the 19th player a top 20 player and the thing i don't like prospect. about
1: the 24 consi- 7 or composite ranking is it doesn't tell you what they put into it
2: yeah, and the on-three the on three consensus one, though, we're just like, all right, 25%, cut it four ways, here's our average, and he's a five-star. 19 player overall, number three center in the country. So on-three is just the big four? It's just the big four, yeah. And uh, I love that below the consensus. The on-three consensus equally weights the four major media companies at 25%. Other industry composite ranks disproportionately weight their own rating in some cases, greater than 50%. You know Shannon put that in there because he definitely knows that 24-7. Puts yeah, that was the thing that, that I
1: always hate. Good, good, good for on three and good for him for doing that because I, that's the thing that always ticked me off about 24-7 is they never told you what rankings they put into it, how they weighted the rankings. It was their own little mixed formula. And then they just have every media member just saying, well, the 24-7 composite rankings, which just mixes – averages out all the rankings like no no you you don't know what you're saying when you say that again people don't really care but no they don't do that we don't know what rankings go into them and we don't know what kind of weight they have now, all right good for on three way to go on.
2: yeah three. we did it you did it we did it
1: but uh yes uk fans should get excited about five-star basketball recruits
2: that's yeah wild. i mean wild <laughs>
1: A texter says, seems like the type of player Jacob is describing as a better fit is C.J. Frederick, Oscar Sheboy, and Severe Wheeler, bigger program players who stepped into roles similar to the ones they had.
3: I wasn't really trying to describe a certain type of player. I was just concerned about the smaller Division One transfers. Right, but you're, you know, it's what I a mean. fair
1: concern, and that texter's right.
3: Mm-hmm. That no, yeah, he is right.
1: Y- you've got you you got Wheeler to come in and do very similar things that he was doing. You got Oscar to come in do similar things that he was doing, and you're bringing CJ in to do similar things that he was doing. So, great point by the texter. Mm-hmm. and I don't think you can go wrong with that. But you're you are going to have to get some smaller school guys that put. A, that's just going to happen. It, it's going to happen really at every school.
2: I will say though, uh, Jacob, to your point. We're going to get a much better sample size of which archetype is most effective. I think, particularly in football, if you look at who Stoops has, the 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 kind of um, the 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 check marks he looked for early on in the portal was Power Five only, and what we're going to pick from big schools: uh, Will Levis, Penn State, Derek Rosenthal, LSU, Jacquez Jones, all Miss. Um, you know the list goes on and on. I, it was mostly Power Five players that came down this year. This year they're they're getting a little they're they're experimenting a little bit. You've got two, you got an FCS guy, you've got a Division Two guy. Um, you know you've got players, uh, the the Zion Childress guy from Texas Southern or whatever whatever directional Texas school that was. But point being, this year they did overextend and kind of think outside of the box that they exclusively recruited from. Why is that uh, a big deal? Because Kentucky's going to be looking for a quarterback in the transfer portal this year. Um, I don't. We haven't talked about it a ton, but life after Will Levis, it's going to be Bo Allen versus somebody in the transfer portal. When Liam Cullen left, he had a few different um, irons in the fire, um, and they, they fell behind on those guys. And now... You don't have a guy that you've recruited really in 23, 24. There's one guy out there, but it's kind of a coin flip between you and Purdue. And how good is this guy anyway? So, like, there's a. They did a lot. They did some swinging and some missing. So, they're going to have to find a quarterback in the portal. Will they exclusively take Power Five guys, or will they see some dude that was a stud at the G5 level and say, well, maybe this can translate? I don't know. Like,. History would indicate that it'd be more of the former, but they—they're they, showing in this cycle they're not afraid to to dip into the G five level to get their guys.
1: I like this next text into the Thornton's text line. Josh Harrelson had a great senior season. Justin knows very little ball. Mm. I didn't say anything
0: about Harrelson.
1: Mm. I think you said that like Lance Ware having a Josh Harrelson impact would that made your point or something like that.
0: Maybe I did say that
1: that you had something along the lines of I was <laughs> like he could have a Josh Harrelson season. You were like exactly.
0: Maybe I did. I,
1: he I, know, tra- I mean do got drafted. I, this it was doing well for the for he had a nice system in the NBA until it kind of got taken out from underneath them, got traded, and he wasn't able to to find a new a new fit.
0: Texter's halfway right. I know very little Kentucky basketball. But overall
2: You don't know ball
1: <laughs> basketball.
0: I'm
1: trying to well I think you, you know more about Kentucky just by doing the show. Oh, absolutely. A thousand times more. Like I, I feel I, like you could name a player from the every a player on each team in the Cal era, don't you? Mm, probably. I don't know if I could maybe get the year, but well, I let's could. try it. All right, his first year twenty ten. Uh yeah, John Wall. Okay. Second year was twenty eleven. That
0: so this is the one that trips me out because we skipped a year before Anthony Davis, right? So this was the boogie year.
1: No, Wall was, was on. Oh, Gosh dang it. Josh Harrelson year. There we go. Right here. Yeah, that's, yeah, there brain, we go. <laughs> that's what, right, I'm, that's 20, what I meant to say.
0: 2012. Sell. Was Anthony Davis.
1: Okay, 2013. Uh, Harrison Twins? No, New Orleans. New Orleans. you had the best two shop lockers back to back. All right, then 14.
0: Was the Harrison Twins. 15. Brisco?
1: Carl uh, Anthony Towns. Oh, okay. Gosh dang Remember, it. Remember, Julius Randle and the Harrelson Twins were, yeah, you're doing worse than I thought you would, actually. <laughs> you know what? We'll just skip the We'll just skip the exercise. <laughs> Plus, I don't want to get to 16, because you probably remember that year. Yeah. yeah. Uh, well, you beat UK in the tournament. You didn't. You didn't. You don't didn't remember it. I don't, We're moving no, on. I don't. No. We're moving on from it. Bring on Kanye. Kids want to come to a place that is cool. Having Kanye come to madness would be cool to a kid. Plus, why would you not want a former presidential candidate on campus for <laughs> one of their biggest biggest nights of the year for the players? Come on, dingus.
0: It's not a Kanye Come guy.
1: Thornton's Thor text line coming after you Con- this morning, Dingus.
0: <laughs> Kanye's not that cool, guys.
2: Oh, I uh, watched last night a celebrity family feud when Kim and Kanye were together. It was Kim and Kanye, the West, versus the Kardashians. And uh, the funny part was, even though Kim and Kanye lost, they still played Fast Money because they wanted to play Fast Money, so they got to play Fast Money. Um, but... I had, uh, it, the funny thing about watching that though, not only just the retrospect and all that, but, um, Shay had brought up a very random question on Facebook recently. He said, Hey, uh, remember Jana Kramer? I liked her stuff. Whatever happened to her? She's saying like, she had a really good country song 10 years ago. Didn't really do much else. The answer to answer your question, Shay, she's playing Celebrity Family Feud after Kanye, and uh, the reason why she's not doing anything anymore turns out she was in uh, One Tree Hill, so she has acting money too. She doesn't need to do Great the country show. music thing. So yeah,
1: we had, we just had it on almost on accident Celebrity Family Feud the other day, and they still they have the the podium spread out for COVID. Still,
2: yeah. I uh, I, bring, bring
1: the families together. I uh, although it, a lot of times they're just not families, right? It's just like bands their cousin.
2: Or, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It, uh, the pro football hall of famers versus <laughs> NFL rookies, which like I'm all for. Family feuds great, and the one thing I re- forgot but remembered. We have it to where all of them are recorded with YouTube TV, so you can fast forward through the commercials. Bad commercial show.
1: I wouldn't doubt it. Oh yeah, one of their topics too was just wild, and I get that this is it like comes on at eight o'clock or something like that. So it's you know a little the more risque. Sure, yeah. It was you. Why your wife texts you to say dinner's on her, and you come home and she's naked on the table. What's dinner? <laughs> And so you had to like guess what food <laughs> would be on her, and like these like yeah these like old grandmas fried like, bacon.
2: <laughs> 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 yeah, she's just got third degree burns with all like, the grease on her Sushi, sho-
1: <laughs> and then ding, yeah. Oh, was... the
2: the topic that made me cackle was um, why is Steve Harvey a good kisser? His mustache wasn't an answer. It wasn't an answer. What the hell? Oh, that not really? a, that's like the yeah. it should be number two or three answer. That would
0: make him a bad kisser, Ralph. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe girls some... hate kissing guys with facial hair. Well, uh, maybe they'd uh, love uh, it in th- most cases.
1: I've got that's facial a, hair. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. true. Actually, my wife is sick of the, the mustache. <laughs> 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 um, Haven't shaved my mustache. Good in... stuff. Probably a year and a half. Yeah, yeah I don't think I've you've... touched it up because otherwise it just I've eaten it. But I, I don't think you've shaved, <laughs> period,
0: since I no, started on KRC. I mean, I've
1: definitely trimmed up my beard a handful of times. But I've had, yeah, I haven't been clean-shaven in easily my longest stretch in my human existence probably three years with a beard, two years with a beard. It'll go someday. I'm getting a haircut today, and maybe wow. I'll just, maybe I'll get the haircut and just go ahead and take it all take off.
2: Take it off, yeah. It goes back.
1: I'm just dreading the day where my my hairstyle – I don't go to a barber shop. I go to a salon. My hairstylist tells me, like, it's time to come home, buddy. <laughs>
2: <laughs> you know, they normally are like,
1: what do you want – what are we doing today? I'm just waiting for the day I sit down, and they're yeah. like, I'm not going to ask you what you want today. I'm telling you what you need. Go on home.
2: <laughs> I um, One of my good friends from college, we always said he was president of the Swoosh Club because he had hair that he would – I mean, you would just see Scott, and he would be flipping his hair, and it would swoosh all the way over. And as that hairline's gone back, he's had to – it's really tightened it up. Oh, it's not no. as big of a swoosh as it used to be because yeah. then it would just look bad. So, you know, maybe one day it'll be time to come home, but he's, he's still got a little little swoosh left. You, you've got a little swoosh left, TJ, but – I don't know. It's
1: Her wife just texted and said, "Take it off." But I... <laughs> I don't know what what she's talking about specifically. Your pants could <laughs> be so many different things. She, she heard the dinner topic. Oh, surveys, right, yeah, yeah,
2: yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh well, shout out to your buddy in a swoosh. Hang in there, buddy. You well, can do it. The little swoosh just turns into like the baby emoji meme, meme, or <laughs> just the baby emoji, I guess. Just a little curl. A texter says, There's nothing to understand about the other side. They're fascists who want to control people and inflict pain. They don't care about children. It's not complicated. It's enforcing... It's enforcing... Even evangelical Christian values on a nation. That's just a totally ridiculous text on so many different fronts. I
2: will say, so... (laughs) The side
1: that wants to control people also shut down small businesses, didn't (laughs) let people go to church services, forced people to wear stuff on their face that did nothing, forced people into shots. Had OSHA come to businesses over 100 and were going to fire people on the spot if they didn't have the shots. Thank goodness that got turned down. But you're right. The other side wants to control people.
2: I will say the the language used by you and the texture is just a complete quick way to like get people to not listen. Like when you talk like that, Texter, just nobody's gonna take anything you say seriously. But you know?
1: they're probably just riling and they got yeah. a bite they got a bite from old TJ Trout. TJ, did you play tackle football for St. Rayville? If so, what position? Great question. I absolutely uh, did.
2: Uh what is it? Guard left center?
1: Guard the water core Running <laughs> what, what, what? center of the bench.
2: Guard, it was like guard. It, you had to, no guard right tackle. You guard the water cooler to the right. Tackle anybody that comes close to it. Oh, it He's an old sure gag. Heard, Damn sure it, sure I'm, I'm getting it wrong that one. Text and the thorns text on somebody. I was a running joke, right? back
1: in a cornerback, and we did run a three running back system. So started uh, certainly didn't start in seventh grade.
2: Could you receive?
1: I could receive okay, but we weren't very pass heavy. We oh. we were running first. We had Chase Carrero, who was a good player in high school he, for football, um, and then he was lacrosse all American and was drafted. So he was our running back, and he, he got, got the, Colorado uh, right. Yes, yeah. he was. Uh, went played at Denver for his lacrosse career, but um, he got the majority of the carries, understandably so. And then I played secondary, but I was not very good. I was small, really small. And at that point, didn't really love just, like, getting drilled all that much. Had a few good games, though.
3: So. Rouch, I got your joke. Oh, hit me. You played three positions, center, guard, and tackle. You sit at the center of the bench, you guard the water cooler, and you tacker, tackle whoever goes near it. There we go. I'd
1: heard the center of the bench part yeah, before. Yeah. I, I didn't I didn't know Whew. the tackle anybody that comes. But if they could tackle anybody that comes near the water cooler, couldn't they just be on the field and play? Poor coaching. Hmm. <laughs> Fair point. A texter says, "Roush, can you elaborate on what on that four star we just got tonight? Was that was a Tennessee commit? He was a Tennessee player, wasn't he?" Yeah,
2: for two years. Um, You can go back and listen to it all on the KRC podcast, wherever you get your Mm -hmm. podcast. We talked about it at length in hour number one. But yeah, spent two seasons at Tennessee. Couldn't find a spot uh, between the coaching staff. Trying him at running back. At six foot three, six foot four, two hundred thirty pounds. That's just it's too big. Some big boy. Yeah, very big boy. I think that hybrid spot, though, that fullback, whatever you want to call it, it is going to be a nice nice position for him.
1: Let's take our last break. We'll come back. We will get more into the Thornton's text line. But first, I want to tell you about Shady Rays. I've got mine on me right now and waiting for the replacement pair to come in, which is very exciting, very nice of Shady Rays, if you're unfamiliar. I stepped on a pair of my sunglasses, and if it had been a you know a $200 pair, $150, $150 pair, it would have just been that. If it would have been a gas station pair, it would have just been that. Shady Rays, it looks like the expensive kind, but you don't pay the expensive prices. And accidents happen, mistakes happen, people forget things, people break things. I'll have my sunglasses replaced. That's the Shady Rays promise. That's one of their special things they do. But that's not all because every buy- pair of Shady Rays you buy, they're helping feed hungry kids in America, which is important and cool. And then also you're helping a Kentucky company. And uh, who who doesn't who doesn't want to do that? Use promo code Big X. You're gonna get 25% off. Go to shadyrays.com. They have sunglasses for each and everybody every occasion, and the promo code Big X is going to save you some cheddar. That's what Shady Rays is all about. This is Kentucky Roll Call on Big X Sports Radio. Roll we will come back for cow. one final segment. when
0: I do, I hope you got some new stories to tell Till then, get
2: Welcome back to Kentucky Roll Call. Say, man, you got a joint?
3: Uh, no, not on me, man. It'd be a lot cooler if you did. (laughs)
2: Welcome back.
1: One final segment. Kentucky Roll Call here on Big X Sports Radio. one FM, 1450 AM. TJ Walker, Nick Roush, Justin Kalen, and intern Jacob. Hit up Salsaritas, by the way. I got this notification this morning, and it's a it's a cool one. Because Salsaritas, any visit today, double points.
2: Double the points. Double the points. Wow. Means
1: you will be... Getting free food even quicker, discounted food even faster. Didn't they do that on Monday too? They do. I thought they did $2 off on Monday. They do something all the time, so who knows? Download that Salseritas app and you can be part. It's like Christmas morning every day with Salseritas. You're not sure what they're mm. going to send on over. But today, double points. You go there, you. I forget how many points you need to get something, a free entree or something like that. You don't. And, and, the thing I do like about Sauceritas, too, it's not like you get just, hey, your burrito's free. When I get up there, they'll be like, hey, you got $15 in free Sauceritas bucks. Do you want to? Do you want, want to use food? it? It's like, yeah, hell, hell yeah. <laughs> it's not just like a free... It's not like, hey, your burrito's free, so drinks, chips, that's $4.23 or whatever it may be. Not at Saceritas. They they use basically like a reward system. I don't get it. It, it. it makes sense to them. I'm not a math guy. All I know is the food is delicious and it seems like I'm getting money off each and every time I go there. So that's good news. Nothing but great news at their St. Matthew's location. And then... On our Kentucky Roll Call Facebook page. Salseritas, we got a little video of what it's like going around the drive through in the Middletown location, including even the getting the service. It's uh it was the full experience over there on the Kentucky Roll Call Facebook page. And then as we've mentioned, just be on the lookout. Queso month is coming. I don't want to scare anybody. Queso you, is you don't need coming. to go into like a Shepherdsville, Doomsday bunker preparedness, but you do need to be ready because J- queso's coming.
2: Jacob just perked up. <laughs> Speaking of queso is coming, are we excited for winter to come next month? Yeah. I'm getting well, very fired up for two it. Two months.
1: It's August, right? Oh, yeah. We're not in July just yet, buckaroo. I just, oh, man. Because yeah, they're, they're pro- going
2: to Comic-Con, so I know we're going to get a bunch of stuff, and just even the little teasers, it's got me really fired I, up.
1: I just, I, I hope, I, I, I don't know. We Are we bringing back the podcast? We should. we got to, right? Yeah, it's yeah, our identity. yeah.
2: yeah. It's what, it's what started this whole thing. It is the thing that I I, I was I was never pondering it the other day because I made a Prince that was promised joke uh, in my group message, and I was like, you know what? The part I think Game of Thrones was so big that we were destined to be let down because there were so many theories, and it could, some of them were so wild that it was just going to be impossible. So it was almost self fulfilling prophecy that if you didn't do at least one of them and do it perfectly to make it all make sense, then people are going to be upset. And that was going to be a tough ask. But was fun though, is that there was enough open doors that you had all these different theories. And I don't, I don't know if you can have the similar kind of show with this one, because we kind of know it what it's
1: your history is already predetermined.
2: Yeah. So we kind of know what it's eventually barreling towards but you can still make it a fun watch and you're going to get a lot of the same imagery where you're in the you know the the throne room and you've got the big table um yeah the big table will be back from dragonstone right mm-hmm. yeah yeah so uh, that's it's going to be cool
1: i think it'll be okay like i, I think they'll be I think they'll have enough different avenues to go down where it'll still be unpredictable. Mm-hmm. You're right. In the grand scheme of things, we'll know, like, hey, this family will get wiped out or this family. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's a fun storyline for you now, but we know what's Wait coming till they for. Die. It. Exactly. So I don't know. I, I, I'm excited about it, though. I just – they're – Game of Thrones is in almost the Star Wars realm of just printing money. Like, Mm -hmm. let's just do something, and and we'll see how... Although, you know, they've only had one, and it didn't end so well, so maybe I'm speaking too soon. But, like, even if this failed, and then two years later, a Jon Snow show was going to be released, we're all watching it. We're Mm -hmm. all getting excited about it. So, I'm pumped. Should be good stuff. Okay, uh, let's get back to this Thornton's text line. I may have to scoot out, like, ten minutes early today. A texter says... Kenny going to get DJ and still get lapped by Cal in the recruiting cycle. You love to see it. Yeah, that's going to be kind of funny, too, hearing L fans have to go from bragging about recruiting team rankings in football, which they've been so silent on for six years, Roush, to in basketball, yeah, you guys have a better class than us, but we still got DJ, if it actually comes down to that.
2: Yeah. Which, fine by me, right? Sure. Because.
1: Totally. I mean, I'd I'd want DJ, still want him. If he goes to UofL, I won't be thrilled about it. Not backing away from that whatsoever. But UK well, will. It, it's on. Kentucky will. Kentucky's going to finish with a better I mean, class than UofL, and it's, it's all but. It, it would
2: just be like the many other. It, you know, whenever we talk about, is Cal going to lose the number one guy again? Well, look at where the those number one guys have gone elsewhere in their success at those spots. What did James Wiseman do at Memphis? Nothing. Cade Cunningham, did he? Did they go to the NCAA tournament? He was awesome. But did Oklahoma no State? Pretty sure they did. They went and they maybe won a game, if that. Um, yeah, I think they were five seed or something. Won a game, lost second round. All of these big top guys that Cal's missed on, they haven't gone anywhere and done anything that's super – Imposing, but oftentimes they would be the one piece you'd be missing from a team that you really wanted. So I'm not too worried, but I'd much rather have him than not. You know, who wouldn't? It'd be a freaking awesome backcourt, especially because yeah, you think about the guys that are going to come back. Like we don't know. You made a good point the other day, TJ, and how Kentucky's recruiting centers and what they expect back from the front court, but. I mean, CJ Frederick could be back again. Reeves, I think Reeves will be back. You know, um, Wallace. Then, I think you're assuming will be gone. But then
1: again, I also think if you like brought in a Justin Edwards, I think you, if if you thought the numbers got too, if if things get too crowded, Cal has no issues telling folks to go. he's no, done, it he's, no, done yeah. it. he's done it in the past. He'll do it again, or he'll tell folks, "Hey, all right, are you ready to compete? Oh, you're not. Well, so be it." A texter five zero two four one four fourteen fifty says, "Roush, if you think the terrible twos are bad, wait until Duke becomes a three-ager. It only gets worse. A three-ager, I guess. A three, but acts like a teenager. I guess is the 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 combination never, there. Never
2: never heard that one.
1: All you hear in parenting is about how bad it's about to get.
2: Oh yeah. Oh, that is one thing. We'll wait till even
1: like in pregnant. You know, even like yeah. in pregnancy, birth. Well, well, wait till it's always a wait till." Yeah. I don't doubt it that it definitely gets harder. But, you know, par- people have been parenting for a long time. I think we'll – Right, right. And, and, and
2: the thing is, too, is, is frustrated as I was at one point yesterday, you know, we he did get to go play with Grammy and Ball, and he had a good time and was pooped out afterwards, and he gave me a big hug. And it's like, see, like, this is why you do it. You put up with some of the stuff for all the sweet hugs and, like, getting to play basketball and all that stuff. So, his new thing now, too – he wants you to draw, uh, like he, he will just, you know the the visualizing the basketball. You're going to practice without the basketball, semi pro. He does that now, where he's like dribble, 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 shoot, rebound. That's awesome. Yeah, no, it's great. He's going to be
1: a little star. Oh, I yeah. do like your idea though. Just get him into volleyball.
2: Yeah, he will be. Oh yeah, oh, yeah. Be really be a lifestyle. I mean, for he, you. he plays now. We, we bump it quite a bit.
1: I mean, and you're first off, then like instead of if it's football or basketball, most instruction probably coming from you wife gets to do the yeah yeah
2: and the best part too is we don't have to put him into playing 11 months out of a year when he's nine years old i'm like, just hoping just play when you want we don't really if you want to play or not play fine he's gonna be, be you'll be good mom mom will keep you make sure you're up to snuff i think he's
1: just gonna be a mathlete or he's gonna be really into politics he's just gonna say sports no not so much I liked it as a baby, but that was when I was a baby.
2: <laughs> John here. <laughs> Great turnout this year.
1: <laughs> Painter, or uh, that, by the way, I skipped a text. I'll get to the John one here soon. Okay. This is not John. Painters wear white because white is the most common color used indoor and in trims of houses.
2: Oh, so when they get the white on, it does. Okay. Make, yeah. I
1: don't see colors, but I guess that could make sense.
2: Oh, you're colorblind. <laughs> John <laughs> Which, here. By the way, do you have any colorblind friends? Yeah. Oh, so much fun to make fun of them for their ailment. Right? I, I no, got no. ripped
0: I got ripped pretty hard at the lake on Saturday because I pulled a life jacket out of the boat. And I was like, ah, I guess I'll use this purple one. And everybody started laughing. They were like, uh, Justin, that's blue. And I was like, no, Aww. no, it's purple. Well, Are you colorblind? I'm colorblind, yeah. Didn't know that. Oh, so we make fun it's, of you for it. I won't make fun of you. It's either, only, certain, only certain colors, purple, blue, and then brown and uh, green. I get yeah. confused
2: a lot. Say the red, green is probably the most popular one. Um, but it is fun to just like, so what color is this? And you just kind of do a little taunt, and then they roll their eyes at you, and it's like, Haha, this is the one handicap dis- disability we can make fun of you for still. Loser.
1: Mean. Just mean. <laughs> a texter asked about Carmelo English. We, sh- we addressed it in hour Show number in a one. A texter, so go back and listen to the podcast. But good news that he's not announcing, but it's going to be a recruitment that, you know.
2: Goes into the wire. Sure, one way or another. To to answer your question, I don't know if it's more about Michigan or Kentucky. Gotcha. Yeah.
1: Kirby, hey, Kirby. These nerds are so wild. They finally get pros to come work out at their facility. Instead of being hyped for good publicity to recruit and the wisdom they can share with their players to get better, they stomp their feet. I used to feel bad about times for Cards fans, but I need to remind myself these of these times they deserve nothing that's the thing is they they do a good they are just like the ultimate little brother they'll like pucker up their bottom lip when the NCAA is coming down on them and we haven't had a tournament forever and just you're punishing the wrong people even to the point where you're like hey they do kind of have a point here and then they get one little you give a mouse a cookie and they just absolutely go ballistic they're back on top. Their football can. Their football team can do no wrong. They're making fun of UK for getting an FCS transfer. Uh, UK is going to just beat their freaking mm. brains in again this year. And it's going to be hilarious. It's going to be great. Hilarious. you got to go back up
2: to John. He's, yeah, you must – John kind of here. Of fun. Good morning to all. Hey, I know
1: every game matters in some form or way or another for basketball or football, but tell me, which program will have the more exciting games and which program will have better success this season? Also, which program needs to have the most success this season? <laughs> I believe it's basketball program. What do you guys think? We'll got to go talk to you later. Absolutely. Obviously, basketball needs to have, quote unquote, more success. Uh, Mark Stoops could have a bad season and people will be disappointed and rightfully so, but Mark Stoops is good by a lot of folks. He's built up enough goodwill to have some bad seasons. Calipari hasn't, so it's obviously the basketball season. Um, um,
2: but if you were to say, if, if everything goes right, the football will have the biggest game maybe ever in Lexington if they, if they host Georgia with a SEC championship game trip online. That would be amazing. We've done it once, but that one kind of felt like a pipe dream. Vince Marrows talked about that a couple of times. like Almost like we were just happy to be here kind of sort of deal. Whereas now it's a, actually, I have an article coming out today with a uh, oh. who will be a captain on the UK football team this year, saying like we know what we have to do, to, to reach our goals. We just we have, and we're confident enough to do it now too. So um, that Georgia game could be the biggest game on campus. Even though you do have the defending national champs coming to Lexington at Rep Arena, uh, you've also got uh, Kenny Payne coming back to Rupp. That's gonna be a that's gonna be eventful going to be a real shame, though, if we're down at the Sugar Bowl at the same time, though. could kind of cramp our style.
3: Roush, I got a question. It's going to be a blast. Yep. This might be the first year in a while to where we have both defending national championships in Lexington. Yeah.
2: No, I mean that. Ooh. I think it's happened before. It would probably be, yeah, it would be for the Florida years when they had Urban and they they won the back-to-backs, right? That's a good point, though. Yeah. So it would be, be first time in 15 well, years, probably? Yeah. Oh, that sounds like a KSR post.
1: A texter says, fella, and you can, don't, he's not going to give you a hat tips. No, nope, zero hat he tips f- oh, in turn. He uses, it. he uses and abuses. Fellas, Roush, you all should look at Kia Carnivals. Th- those things are pretty sweet, and you won't pay the Tahoe price.
2: shame they don't let the elephants come to those anymore.
1: When the wife and I upgraded when our second kid was born, we got a GMC Acadia. We like it for the most part. Hope you all have a good one, Levi. Thanks, Levi, for the advice. Yeah. TJ says, you of all fans are dorks. This is coming from the guy who obsessively recounts the details of his college experience every morning as if anyone cares. Well, when you're talking for two hours every day for about 300, 250 days a year, shockingly, you will bring up sometimes when you're in college less than 10 years ago. Now, did we, we do over that today? today no, we didn't do it today. Yeah. He was just—he was just upset that I was making fun of U of <laughs> yeah. His only other text into the show was Michigan having a good tournament run back oh. in March.
2: Speaking of Michigan, really, really looking forward to interacting with him ahead of this basketball game. They—I think—I I think I've come to the conclusion they are the most pompous, self-righteous humans on planet Earth. Michigan fart sniffers, oh, big I time. I
1: didn't realize that.
2: <laughs> big time fart sniffers. There's like a, there's an unawareness that comes with it too. So like they're, they're, they're pompous, but they don't know that they're pompous. So tend to just, uh
1: all right, I'm gonna run. Roush is gonna finish up the text line. Uh, there's, I don't know what this one about Trevor is, and then the next one goes back to some political stuff. Just so oh, you know, texter with the political stuff, I, I I disagree with, or I disagree. I I agree with you. It's all about just kind of dividing and keeping everybody at each other's throats, and it's it's not it's not right. Okay, everybody, I'll be gone. See you later. See you. Have a good Wednesday. Second, uh, yeah,
3: second.
2: Uh, <laughs> Trevor used to do this for me, so. Let's see what the new crew in the booth can do. I'm on my way north. Give me some picks to get. Oh, uh, they oh. they <laughs> they they sent you a link to a, a cannabis shop in Illinois and asked for some recommendations.
1: And Scoots, did you did you any recommendations? Yeah,
2: any so recommendations I looked it. I looked into. I looked into them. What are the, what are some funny names of there? I'm sure that You've the people got, who name uh, marijuana strains they have a good time. My absolute
0: favorite is Slurricane.
2: But it's an indica. That means you're
0: going to be in the couch. So probably don't get that. Tropical (laughs) Tropicana cherry sounds pretty good.
2: Slurricane's pretty funny. Slurricane's hilarious. Sounds more like a a drink, though. (laughs) Slurricane sounds like a knockoff for Loco, only sold in Florida.
0: I would get really, though, Texter, I would get the layer cake. Sounds amazing.
3: (laughs) And it has 44 reviews. Two and a half stars. Wow. That's a lot of reviews. We've got venom pupils. <laughs>
2: <laughs> oh man! Texter on the Text on both sides are the same. Uniparty war hawks who do what the money from Wall Street and the weapons manufacturers tell them to, but keep on being extracted by the silly national security state-sponsored culture war. Wow, that's a uh, who man. I hate politics. I'm human. I get distracted by it, too. It's just so annoying that they propagandized us into fighting each other instead of being mad at the two political parties who created and got us into this mess. I, that, that's a good point. That's the best point because um, the sentiment TJ had earlier about, like, why are we wasting our time with this? that You could say that about so much stuff. At least, thankfully, like, Biden's not going to get anything done but that uh, infrastructure bill, and uh, we needed it. The bridge, the New Albany Bridge is coming along, though. Slowly but surely, you. Oh, you, you crossed over it recently. It's it's come. Uh, it'll be. It'll get there soon. It's
0: been about two months since I went across, but they, I have been really impressed with the way they've ran it the, during the whole con- reconstruction yeah. of it. Like the, the, I'm so glad that they left one lane open going each direction as opposed to closing one side down.
2: Yeah, yeah. Well, and I even went across it. Now I was going to. Well, I went to and from Louisville at Friday at like four four thirty, and I had no problem. It was a little bit slowed down, but. I was expecting much worse. So um, a lot of this, I mean, like half of our nation's infrastructure was built in the 50s. That was a generation ago. So time to revamp it up, put some people to work. We'll get some good side effects from that here in a couple of years. Hell, might keep us from going into recession. Who knows? Uh, another texture says, Hate Inc. by Matt Taiba is a good summary for those who like books or hearing someone read books to you. Who
3: reads books?
2: Do you read books, Jacob? You're probably in books aren't cool phase of life right now.
3: The only books I'm reading is a textbook, and that's because I have to.
2: Do do you actually do the readings, though? I mean, I'd find what I need
3: to find. I don't ever read the whole (laughs) thing. Okay, good,
2: good, yeah, because I would call you a nerd if you did do the reading.
3: Especially since, like, on the Macs now, you can just control F and, like, type whatever Mm -hmm. in, and it just finds it.
2: So, So. I I will say one thing that uh, I do worry about your generation particularly the kids who were uh, remote learning, it's you don't even have to be skilled on the internet to cheat anymore. Like at least back in my day, there was a certain craft to finding answers to questions quickly. Whereas now you can just punch in a math formula in Google and Quizlet or something will just give you the answer. That's oh, yeah. crowdsourced. Which Quizlet was around back in my day, but it was very uh, it didn't they didn't have as much information as they do now so it was it wasn't as specific now you can just like find essays for test online and yeah
3: <laughs> there was some big time news in Quizlet. they're they're making it a subscription so you have to pay for it now
2: yeah yeah and, which is
3: a big hit to the college which
2: community. i love that idea like if you're going at least make them pay if you want easy answers um You've got to choose beer or free answers.
0: <laughs> Roush, we got to stop talking about
2: your college days. We're going to trigger the texters. <laughs> uh, texter on Thorns Text says, Please bring back the podcast. Well, we've got the podcast. It's not the After Dark ones. Maybe no. later. No, they want Game of Thrones podcast. Oh, okay, yeah. yeah. We'll definitely bring it back. Have you read the prequel book that the new series is based on? Yes. Yes, I have. TJ has it. It's actually a really cool book, too, if you've never gone through it, because it's got a bunch of illustrations and stuff. And I I need to, it takes almost no time to go through it. Um, I need to do a refresher um, before the series comes out. So, Uh, Another texture says, Rutherford said anything less than top five class for pain will be a failure. These people are insane. No, I agree with him. I agree. like that's why you brought him in and getting a top five class isn't that hard just sign three five stars. I mean I say just signed three five but like you're Louisville you should be able to do that. Bruce Pearl at Auburn at Auburn has been able to do it a football school at least at Arkansas they've got a national championships of final fours within the last 30 years but yeah, no, that's not a big ass. Top five class in your first full recruiting class yeah totally. Totally. I, I think that's a pretty big ask. I mean, you, you're
0: you going to have Kentucky and Duke guaranteed above them. You're going to have – I'm going to go out on a limb, say Indiana going to be above them. Oh. And you got like a, a Gonzaga. That's. I mean, at Kansas, yeah, but that's Gonzaga, already five.
2: Gonzaga doesn't recruit that well. They get like one or two. I mean, they're, they're
0: – But that's exactly what you're saying Louisville should do. Just get two or three five-stars, you're golden. That's what Gonzaga does every year, essentially.
2: I'll just say – like. That should be the expectation at the University of Louisville under Kenny Payne. You should be able to get top five classes consistently. You can't do that uh, right away when you've got an abbreviated season. But if they get DJ Wagner, like many people say are saying they are, and there's no way that that could go wrong, if you get DJ Wagner, then you really only need one more really good guy and then a bunch of mid-level four-stars. That should be easy. It should be easy to recruit a, a, a shooting wing that's ranked 50th. That'll help boost your class up, and they got to get it. The thing is, too, Justin, the way these recruiting rankings work, it's based on total. So if you and they're going to need a lot of bodies, they're they're just going to a lot of the guys that they're keeping around are going to be gone. So yeah, I'm with Rutherford here, and I'm glad that there's somebody in Louisville Media that's not just going to be a complete butt slapper and is willing to to hold him accountable. That's a good good call on the bodies. Yeah, Um, and if you want to listen to him, three to six, ninety-six one FM, fourteen fifty AM right here on the big X guys need a debate settable acceptable or rude to place a small grocery basket beside the scanner at the store rather than sit each item on the conveyor belt individually
3: depends on the number of items
2: that's a very good point in turn Jacob because if, it, if it's the small basket It's probably only like I mean you can't you can only fit eight or nine things in there max. Yeah, so I would say that that's acceptable, and they take your basket from you at the scanner as well. So yeah, I would I would say that that's acceptable. I mean, they might be slightly slightly inconvenienced, but
3: yeah, I wouldn't go rude though. Yeah, I wouldn't go as far as rude.
2: Definitely acceptable. Yeah, so you're welcome for settling that argument. I keep seeing a lot of people picking UK or Ole Miss. I want to agree, but most people don't realize Kentucky hasn't beaten an SEC West team on the under stoops. Uh, they haven't beaten one on the road since Auburn in two thousand nine. Um, yeah, the um, I'm trying to think, yeah, because they've lost to Ole Miss. Tw- I mean, two games by combined three points. I want to say, um, but they also beat LSU last year, so I guess it would just be. SEC West team, not named Mississippi State on the road. And I, for what it's worth, I haven't seen a lot of people picking UK to beat Ole Miss. Ole Miss is going to be an interesting team this year without Matt Corral. Because he was, he he played a huge role in their success. So, um, when I start diving in, the Phil Steele notebook just came out. So, when I start really diving into that, I'll get a better notion of that. SEC Media Day is just three weeks away. Also, House of Dragon is based off the Dance of the Dragons in the Fire and Ice book, and is pretty awesome. It has more scandals and battles than any other part of the book. Also, every battle has a couple of dragons fighting on the sea, so most of the battles were sea battles. Yeah, just from it, the intensity should be should be a lot of fun. Less hand to hand combat, more CGI stuff. So spend that money wisely, HBO. Spend that wisely. Surprised so CJ left so early, he thought the Proud Boys meetings would be later in the day. Oh, <laughs> wow. Suck at sports soccer. He got gotcha. you. <laughs> he got gotcha. you. This was a fun show, though. I was expecting maybe something slow um, today, but you know what? The we- Thorns text line delivered. The news delivered. There's, there's a lot happening. We oh, did it. We absolutely did it. Um, and we appreciate you all joining along on this ride with us. I had a great time. We'll be back tomorrow. Shout out to Intern Jacob for bringing in Chick-fil-A. Shout out to the sports soccer TJ Walker. Shout out to Rootin' Tootin' Scootin' Bruiser Dingus. And me, I'm Nick Roush. We'll be back tomorrow on Big X Sports Radio, Kentucky Roll Call. Roll Call. Go Cats. Where's the music? You there we go. woo We did it. Cause a
0: dream won't chase you back. If you're gonna love somebody, hold on as long strong enough.